Hello everyone, I'm Giuseppe Penelva, and I'm your host for this brand new DualShock Sweepcast. It's my distinct honor to introduce my charming co-host, Emily Hobbs. Say hello, Emily. Hello, how's it going? I think it, everything's going pretty well. At least you were talking to me, right? Not to the audience. That's not for you, that's for our adoring audience. Adoring, alrighty. Um, yeah. yeah, she's already crazy. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> she's fairly new at DualShockers, but... After a long period of careful selection, she turned out to be the best candidate for this role. Her witness is hmm, passable, right? That hurts, man. <laughs> yeah, that <sorry>. hurts me. <laughs> I didn't really mean to hurt, but that's the truth. <laughs> so what is, what is this all about? Uh, you may have noticed that the Dual Shockers will do like Japanese games. We like them so much that we realize that we don't really talk about them enough. This is our attempt to make up for it. So when I joined Dual Shockers several years ago, uh, I've not always been a Dual Shockers for the for my whole life. Uh, About I mean, eighty years to, ago, when Giuseppe joined Dual Shockers, yeah. Uh, contrary to popular <laughs> belief, uh, they <laughs> the side already had a solid base uh, of Japanese coverage, uh, thanks to our former former U editor Chad Okerman, uh, which I will really miss. Uh, but he's still there somewhere, probably still reading us, hopefully. Um, otherwise, <laughs> you know, if there wasn't that much Japanese coverage, I wouldn't have joined at all. Because <laughs> I'm a weeb. Uh, <laughs> alongside many others in the staff, we tried to make sure that our site could be a place where our readers could uh, could be as weeb as they like. Uh, and be absolutely proud of it, as we are. And I think so far we succeeded at that. We still have a way to go to be perfect, but we try. We definitely try. Um, so this is the basic idea behind this podcast. Uh, we're going to geek out for half an hour or a little bit more on all things Japanese, and you're going to love it. Better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we're going to start very simply. Very, uh, a very simple structure of our podcast is, is going to be like this from now on. Uh, we're going to talk about what we played and what we watched anime-wise, like what we played in games, of course, and what we watched uh, for anime during the week. The podcast is going to be weekly, if uh, it wasn't clear. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the main theme. Uh, today is going to be Yokotaro, the genius. Woo! And we love him. And then, lastly, we're going to finish with like the weeks, the main week, uh, weekly news for Japanese games and all. So let's go right to it because we don't have that much time. Uh, so, Emily, what did you play this, this this week? Well, Giuseppe, I'm glad you asked. Um, I played a bit of, uh, a lot of Far Cry 5, so that's not really weeby, but, you know, that's just well, what I've been playing. Well, Far Cry 5 is very popular in Japan. It is, yeah. Like, so to, just today, we not we, we heard that it sold over 90% of the initial shipment on retail. It was the best seller on the PSN. For the week in which it launched, they actually beat on the PSN Super Robot War, the new Super Robot Wars, which is for a Western game quite a feat. For a Western game about the US, literally in a setting, that's (laughs) really amazing. (laughs) But anyway, uh, go on. What else you play? Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, In terms of weeb stuff, I recently got uh, my copy of Radiant Historia, um, Perfect Chronology, in the mail. So I've been I've been hacking away at that. I did not play the original Radiant Historia, so I'm really Ooh. enjoying the chance to kind of get it back, get the experience. Um, but I haven't played too much of that yet, so I can't necessarily give you a 
a full lowdown of what's going on there in terms of my opinions. But right. I like it so far. Um, well, in terms of games, that's pretty much it. So I can go into anime. Yeah, I can go into anime here. Um Overlord 2 just finished up this week, so I just watched the last episode of that uh, Tuesday, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, How was and that? that was good. It was good. Uh, it was really solid. If you liked the original Overlord anime, or if you liked the light novels or whatever, um, you're going to like this. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, but it's very well done. Animation's pretty. It's that isekai trapped in an MMO mm-hmm. world kind of thing. Um, but Funny it takes a lot. I, I haven't seen it yet, but it's kind of like I am because it was all over the place in Japan. I, I just came back like last week from Japan. For yeah, a, a I remember month you Japan. That. I miss it. I want to go back. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just came back and like it was all over the place. There were like signs about it and posters and everything. So I, I actually was curious and I want to watch it now. I'd recommend it. I I think um it's pretty good. It's, you know, it's not breaking any barriers, but it's it's kind of got the combination of the overpowered protagonist but also with the trapped in MMO, which is kind of like Sword Art Online, but I like Overlord a little better. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Sword Art Online, so if you like it better, I, then that's fine. I know, so fight me you if you don't like Sword Art Online. I hate you all. You we don't workers. have time, Giuseppe. We don't have time for this. Um, but other than that, uh, let's see, I watched the first episode of Tokyo Ghoul Re, which is the third season of Tokyo Ghoul, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's, 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 uh, yeah, there's a lot of seasons. Um, the first season's my favorite, second season, uh, Route A, I did not like much at all, because it kind of did the Full Metal thing, where it went to, like, Full Metal Alchemist, where it went and deviated a lot from the manga. Um, and that's not always bad, but in this case it was, because it didn't really make much sense what they were doing. <laughs> um, but first episode, Tokyo Go Re, felt really rushed, but animation's really good. Um, we missed out on a lot of the character interactions, which is unfortunate, but they're going to get into the next big fight next episode, so I'm looking forward to see what that looks like. But it feels like they're they're rushing through it a little bit, so I hope they take their time and pace it out more. Um, but that's all I got to say about that. It's only first episode. Okay, well, and then we both watched the Persona 5 anime. I know that, so do you just want to talk about that after you talk about your stuff? No, no, you can talk <laughs> about that. You can, you can start. Go on. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Persona 5 anime just... Persona 5 anime just dropped uh, yesterday, it was. Um, I watched it today, and uh, I thought it was good. Uh, a little bit rushed, like like you, we were talking about this earlier, um, but pretty good. Uh, I mean, sound design's great, animation looks good, uh, voice acting's fine. I'm still waiting to see more of what our protagonist is going to be like, because he's kind of <laughs> quiet right now. Yeah. But, um... It looks like we'll a little see. bit of that fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see about that. Like I said, first episode, so I can't necessarily... Yeah, the first episode doesn't really prove itself, I think. It was... Uh, uh, I mean, I think they tried to do the best they could with the limited time, time they had, but it did not punch yet. We'll mm, let's yeah. see if it works. I think it will work in the long run, but if I had to judge only in the first episode and I did not play the game, maybe I wouldn't continue watching the, the, the anime at all. 
I can, I can see that. And it was yeah. awesome, so I'm going to continue watching the game in the anime. <laughs> yeah, because you know it's it's got good source material, but yeah, I feel that. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's that's about it. So what okay. what have you played this week well, and or watched? What have, I, what have I not played? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, actually, I've I've started playing a little bit of Svartz's Marken, which is the. Uh, prequel of the Mavlov series and it's pretty damn awesome unfortunately it's only in Japanese so far so I'm struggling a little bit reading it but it's so awesome that I and and I know the story because there was an anime series which I do uh, recommend to anyone that wants to a really really good mecha slash waifu story <laughs> mecha slash waifu right? I like it's, that it's awesome. I like that genre <laughs> but yeah uh, other than that, there are quite a few new anime because it's the beginning of the the new season, basically the the spring season starting basically yes, this week or be, between like last week and this week, and there are quite a few new ones. Uh, yep. The first highlight is definitely the the legend of Legend of the Galactic Heroes, the Neue These, and I hope I said it well in German. But if I didn't, please don't kill me. I don't really speak German. I speak a lot of language, but German is not that one. Um, but it's basically the remake re- slash reboot of the Legend of the Galactic Heroes, which is probably the one of the best science fiction anime ever created. And uh, the first episode is as good as I expected, having watched the whole old series. Like it's if you like science fiction and you love if you like pretty boys, like by contrast to the waifus of Schwarzes Marken and Moab Love, <laughs> that's definitely a series that you would like. Even if you don't really care for pretty boys, but you like science fiction, it's a fantastic science fiction series. At least the original one was, and the first episode is promising. Uh, the only thing uh, that worries me a little bit is that, like, the original series has 110 episodes, and it is going to be 12. So I don't it's know. It's a bit of a difference. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know. How, like, the first episode is, did not feel condensed, not too much. I don't know what they're going to do because the series is super is a super complex story, super long, and super articulated with a ton of new characters coming in. So we'll have to see how they do it. But uh, if it sucks, I'll just rewatch the 110 episodes of the old one because that yeah, great. <laughs> so yeah, if it, I I suggest everyone watch it, and if it sucks, just go back and watch the old one because it's really worth it. Then there is more because there are quite a lot of new series. So one that I watched uh, uh, that looks kind of promising is called 3D Kanajo. Uh, and basically means like 3D girlfriend, uh, which, um, what it is, is like, a, it's a little bit stereotypical, I guess, the, the, uh, the premise. It's like a, a nerdy, uh, nerdy boy that falls in love with the, with the, with the, like the super, uh, super duper best, best girl in the school. Uh, but she looks, she looks like, like a very deep and interesting character, despite being like the superstar. And, uh, she, and the relationship seems to be building in interesting ways from the first episode. So it's, it's the kind of romantic slash romantic anime, but still shonen, not shoujo. So it really depends a lot on how I will build and how we'll be managed to get out a little bit out of stereotypes, but it seems to be a little bit like cute. It has a cute style, cute art, uh, probably not a super like high level. 
um, anime, but in, but that's interesting, and I think I like it so far. We'll see how it goes. Then there is a Tadakun uh, Tadakun Wakoi Woshinai, which is another similar series, uh, still romantic slice of life ish series that you basically this also is kind of a little bit of a like a stereotypical beginning slash uh, like premise because the it's not said in the um in the beginning like in the first episode but it seems that they like there is like a meeting between this girl that i think she's like a princess of some small european country that meets this yeah, you think <laughs> well she it's not said like and she she's like totally clueless and she has a bodyguard so oh, okay so that kind of smells princess to me and um, not that i smell many princesses but you know yeah uh, how many princesses have you smelled over in italy mm, well <laughs> depends on what you mean by smelled Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, want to know. What, what, Conversation she, done. <laughs> she meets like this um, Japanese uh, schoolboy in uh, in Tokyo, and uh, and they they hit it off. But it's still very early, so I don't know how it will play off. Interestingly, there's like a ton of like product placement because like <laughs> photography seems to be a pretty big part of the series. Like they both go around with. Uh, with like um, cameras and he has the hobby of photography and he has a very very overtly like is a Nikon camera and she <laughs> has very overtly a Sony camera and finally in the credits there is neither Nikon nor Sony but there is Canon so I don't know how that works <laughs> it'd be uh, great if halfway through it turned into like a mecha anime where they were piloting cameras no, and fighting each no, other no. <laughs> There is one interesting thing, though, uh, which I'm very interested in. Uh, the main part of the series is Baiting Ginza, which is like the shopping slash classy district in Tokyo. But it's very interesting because it also has like a uh, a like backwater like backstreet part, which is much more interesting than the main uh, classy slash like uh posh stylish road, yes posh and stylish road and uh, i don't think there are many anime that are set in ginza actually because it's probably not seen like a very youngish or anything like that it's more like mm-hmm. a touristy and posh shopping area so and and ginza is interesting and so i'm 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 interested in seeing how they will describe and show the 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 area because uh, loving being a person that really, really loves Tokyo, uh, I am interested in seeing how anime and, and video games d- depict like uh, the the area. Like I, I really love the fact that, for instance, Persona Five was uh, very much uh, set in Tokyo, and you could recognize many areas of Tokyo, like Shibuya, or mm-hmm. you know. And, and that was interesting. Like for instance, every time I go to Akihabara in Tokyo, there is uh, you you pass by Ichigaya. Which is like a station that has like this, um, it's near a river. Uh, well, it's an artificial channel, but still. Uh, and inside it has like this, uh, fishery where you can go and fish sitting on these yellow crates. And if you play Persona 5, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And you can see that in real life. You can go there and actually went and fished I didn't know there. that was a real thing. <laughs> yeah. And you can go and That's fish awesome. there. Or for instance, like when you go to Shibuya, in the real Shibuya, you know that when, uh, <laughs> When um, 
and you talk with the politician Yoshida, uh, it's in front of this green car, a green mm -hmm. train car that is actually really there. And oh, really? it's like a, an information office in, in Shibuya, right in front there for the tourists. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Like, I thought it was just a random car. <laughs> no, no, Persona 5 is all like that. Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely not the only part the, of the game that's, that's like set in real Tokyo. I, being like, first of another reason, another example is Yakuza series that, uh, oh, yeah. it's definitely like a, ex a pretty much exact, uh, version of, uh, Kabukicho, which is this red lightish district in Tokyo. Well, nowadays it's more than red lightish is more like a touristy slash, <laughs> slash fun area. There isn't very much of red light anymore there. Like VR, the, the VR zone by Bandai Namco is there. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but, uh, it changed a lot. And actually, if you play through the Yakuza series from one to six and from zero to six, actually, well, zero is a little older than yeah. the first time I went to, to Tokyo. So I can't really speak personally. But if you play through the, 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 the actual non prequel, um, games of the Yakuza series, you can see the the district change exactly like the real district changed. So when I play yeah. like Yakuza 2, that was pretty much the first time I went to Tokyo. It was the same period. Uh, actually, I remember the first <laughs> the first time I I went to Kabukicho was like that. So it's pretty <laughs> interesting and near and dear to my heart. Uh, anyway, back to anime. So because we, I I wasted a ton of time. Yeah. Uh, another one that's really interesting, and I'm gonna keep close with that, is uh, Megalobox. Uh, Megalobox is basically a game that is an anime set in the future, in a cyber cyberpunkish future, in which there is a boxing championship in which they use some gears that let them increase the power of their punches. They weren't on the back. And uh, interestingly, though, despite the science fiction in cyberpunk setting, it's uh, marketed as the spiritual uh, successor of uh, Ashita no Jo, which is uh, like a super uh, old but really glorious boxing anime that guys my generation really love. And <laughs> so far, uh, what I can say uh, how well it will live, uh, it will live up to the to the legacy of Ashita no Jo. Uh, the the looks and style are very much similar, and that's awesome. Like it has a very very old school visual style that I love. But uh, I'm interested to see how it works. Like the first episode is interesting. Again, it it's not rushed. It's one of those animes that are not rushed at all in the first episode, so it starts a little slow. So you don't really see much, but mm -hmm. it's it's interesting, and it left me wanting to see more. I've seen a lot on uh, YouTube and stuff about people are really singing the praises of that. Um, people are really liking it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, it's, yeah. It, well, the, the style is definitely what sells it for now. So mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, there is a lot of anime that are, that are like very promising this year. This, this, yeah, this, yeah, this definitely. It may be like one of the best seasons I've seen in a long time. There is a new short out online. That has no Kirito for this time around. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was so, like, no Kirito, maybe I'll watch this one. Uh, I like Kirito. I mean, he's yeah. a, a bit like a womanizer, a but... Black you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, besides that, there is a, the remake of Captain, Tsuba Captain Tsubasa, which is like a very old soccer series that was very popular in Europe. Uh, 
I don't think they even aired it in the US, but in Europe it was super popular back then. And it, this is the remake, so that's pretty interesting. Um, and I think then, My Hero Academia's got a third season. Yeah, I didn't get that much into it. <laughs> I didn't either, but I think it, it, it's very popular. Well, there is also a new, uh, I, I think there is some, some new episode for like Seven Deadly Sin or something like that. Oh, yeah. And also there is the new series of Full Metal Panic, which is like. Full yeah, Metal I heard Panic about is it. my anime series, my, one of my yours. favorite ever. You own it. Yeah, you I possess own it. it. It is I yours. Possess it, yes. Uh, well, besides Fumofu, like Fumofu did not happen. That that's not Fumofu Panic, but we the, don't the talk about two it. series are my favorite. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it for 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 anime. I would say, unless you have anything to add. No, no. You want to roll into the news and That's, the no. We're rolling to Yokotaro news and the, the Yokotaros. That's what I was going to do. I was going to do a little Emil Yoko joke. Yokotaro but... in this like Americanish way. It's Yokotaro. Yeah, I I gotta say it in my down south accent. Yeah, but he's not American. Yokotaros. <laughs> okay. My my Tokoyaros. So Yokotaro, Yokot- <laughs> Mr. Yokotaro, which. Probably you guys will know as the creator and director of Nier Automata. And, uh, Nier and if you don't know, get out. And Drakengard and Sinovalich, which no one knows about, but well, some probably do, but it's basically a new. If you speak Japanese, game. you might. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I played this pretty good, but let's talk about it later, maybe. Uh, so he recently had a panel, well, yesterday. yesterday he had a panel at PAX East. And on top of the panel at PAX East, we interviewed him as well. Alongside yes, uh, is uh, the composer uh, Keiichi Okabe, which I really adore. His music is fantastic. It is. But yeah, Yokotaro had this panel and uh, he had, uh, he, he, he also, we also interviewed him as well. The interview was out today, like actually just a couple of hours ago. Um, Jordan, uh, was there presenting the question, and I may have added and in writing those questions, but yeah, uh, <laughs> one or two of them maybe. One or two questions. Of, of almost all of them. <clears throat> anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> basically, the thing is that we interviewed him, and it was great. Well, besides the fact that uh, like half of the question he said, ask uh, ask uh, the, our producer Saito because he's the one. Uh, pulling yeah, the screen from behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> well, that was funny. Uh, yeah. No. And Saito-san, unfortunately, was not there. So the uh, funny thing is that the questions were prepared on the idea that Saito would be there as well. So um, that's <laughs> that's why. Um, but, the fun, but, but it was really interesting because there are a few things, actually. Yokotaro himself said that he may be thinking about a new IP. Yeah, which yeah. is, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down too. What kind of new IP would you like to see from him? <sighs> I genuinely don't know what would go on in that man's head, and it, I don't, I, I don't want to hesitate to guess. I mean, I know he was talking about a lot of fans are interested in seeing what happens with the Near franchise or the Drake and Guard franchise, but if we're talking like completely new IP, I don't know, man. I. <sighs> Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine what could come out from his head. I mean, yeah, if you, look at, if you has... even look at Sinovalis, that which is like the, the, the one new IP that he just did, mm-hmm. it's like fairy tale stuff with waifus? 
Like that's strange, but yeah. I like it. <laughs> Uh, I've seen screenshots of it, and I really would like to have it come west so that I could play it. But. Well, he did say that uh, while it's not his choice because it's Square Enix stuff, so it's yeah, like, uh, yeah. basically we have to ask Square Enix about it. Uh, it said if there is enough uh, demand for it, maybe Square Enix will bring it over. It thinks so. Of course, it's not promising anything. So, yeah. people, let's go tweet Square Enix. We want to play Sinovales. Which is yes. one of the everyone go just really bomb like their Twitter play. with. Yeah, I, I actually just noticed something. You know, what's that? I didn't say uh, what games I've been playing. <laughs> you like skimmed over it for like a second. You were like, "Oh yeah, games. What haven't I been playing?" But anime. So I think you were really excited about it. Well, yeah. Well, uh, it's okay. We'll, we'll do without my games. Yeah, I, I was. I talked about Schwartz's market, and I was pretty much. There is there is more, but who cares? <laughs> Just throw out a quick list of what you've been playing this week. Uh, is it okay? <laughs> Just do it. Do it. Okay. Just do, so I've been playing all. some Final Fantasy fourteen, some Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, I've been playing another game in which there is a boy, a little boy. Oh my god! Do this, boy. Oh this. Oh and, this. Yeah, there will be a review soon, but I I can't tell what game it is. So uh, yeah, you'll see soon. Uh, that, that that's pretty much it, and, and then there is uh, what else? Um, I've actually played a little bit of Near Automata earlier today, just because oh, nice. I wanted to. Just, and, yeah, yeah, and then uh, what else? Oh, I played a couple of mobile games, I guess. I played Granblue Fantasy, some, which is very, very, very good mobile JRPG, fully voiced with music by my Nobuo Matsu. So yeah, you know, it's, you know, it can't go wrong. And mm-hmm. and then some uh, Move Love Alternative Strength Frontier, which is Move Love's um, mobile game. Just very shocking. And Mecca. Yay! Anyway, back to Yokotaro. Yes. Um, so what's your, the other thing that that it's not him that said it, but Saito-san said it, uh, which means that he's the he's the guy that pulls strings. So it's actually possible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, talking about that, Yokotaro said some during our interview said, and I'm trying to to like reproduce his voice because unfortunately the interview is written. Uh, so what you need to do is get a mask. <laughs> yeah, like the interview is written, so his tone could not be reproduced in the interview. Uh, but it had like a very ominous voice when he said that. Since I'm an underling, I don't have enough authority to say to decide what platform to release on. This was about the platform, like possibility of releasing on PC and, and mm-hmm. sorry, on Switch and Xbox One. So I don't have enough authority to decide what platform to release on. All of that would be decided by the producer, Mr. Saito. Saito-san, please write in your article that everything in the world is being manipulated by someone in the background, like a dark background. You can't see it, but those things happen in the background. It was like a very ominous. I don't know if I, if I was ominous enough, but it was like, wow. I love that, That's some man. Illuminati shit there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely was interesting. Anyway... Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, Yokotaro can decide if Nier Automata will go on PC and, and Xbox One. But Saito-san in the panel said, and I quote, and I quote that it would be possible. Actually, let me let me find the, the actual quote <laughs> because I, I don't have it right in front of me. The actual quote is, uh, um, okay, is uh, it might be possible. 
to open another door in the near universe. I don't know how long it'll take, but I like fans to look forward to that. Ooh. Yeah, he wouldn't say that if he wasn't if there wasn't something brewing. going on in the dark background. In in the in the dark background, if there wasn't something going on. Yeah, I don't think it would tease if uh, there wasn't some plan. Maybe I, we don't know if it happened actually happened because games are planned all the time, and some of them are don't go through. Which is yeah, some of them don't go through before they're even told to the public. Actually, no. Yokotaro said the same. Like in, in the interview when he talked about the new IP, he said that there is a high possibility that it won't work at all. <laughs> so we yeah. may not, we, we never see that new IP. You know, when scale bound. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not. Uh, uh, please, please, lo- lo- please lo- don't touch that. that I know thing. it's it. Don't touch the scale bound button. I know. Yeah, I, I was like one of my biggest regrets as a gamer is that I was like this close to actually playing the demo that was being shown around because I, oh, I, no. I was looking behind. I, I was watching it behind closed door with uh, Kamiya San and, and and all uh, in various meetings, like actually twice for two games coming in a row. Uh, and I was this close to like make grabby hands and grab that controller. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, I, I knew that Camille would have blocked me on Twitter if I grabbed it for real. But one of my biggest regrets as a gamer is not having been able to actually play that. So yeah. and anyway, go back to, back to Yokotaro. Uh, before <laughs> I start getting like really, really sad about it. Really emotional. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the interesting thing is that Yokotaro may actually be working on two things, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe working at, uh, on this new IP that he's been saying that he's been thinking about it. And finally, he said that normally he does not think about things about new IP because it doesn't really, it lives day by day, so it doesn't really need to think about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But and and it could be it could work uh, on a like a sequel of uh, of uh, of near time. Actually, I don't think it's gonna do a sequel because it said that it doesn't really like to do sequels and it thinks near Tomata like was concluded in a uh, fitting way. So maybe it's just gonna be another game in the near universe that's not going to be a direct sequel to anything. Like like the near Tomata was not a sequel to the original near. Not a direct sequel. Yeah, not a, not really. It was like in the same universe. Yeah. So there could be something else in the universe, and, and also they say open another door in the universe. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly possible. That I don't could know mean how, a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know how liberally that was translated because I actually honestly oh, not listen to the Japanese <laughs> because I was like busy writing the article. You were too busy being excited about it. I was I was writing the article, the news article about it. <laughs> Oh my! Yeah, well, yeah I wasn't be... like everyone else, just enjoying the panel and relaxing. I was working. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it was like uh, I, I'm interesting to see what it, what, it, what it would do. Uh, I don't know if I'm more interested in the new IP or, or something else in the near universe. What about you? I I'm on the same boat as you. I mean, the thing with Yoko Taro is that you just don't know what he's going to come up with. I, I I could not claim to know what that is in that man's head because I can't see his head because it's underneath an email mask. But yeah, but I mean, I actually think I saw him once in person, like physically. Yeah, 
Because there's like, a picture of him on the internet, but like yeah, but I, I but that's old. Yeah. And but who knows what could have happened in the years since <laughs> yeah. then? I think I saw him once because I was at an event and he was like with, a, and it was this person with um, Saito San and Okabe San, and uh, and I think it was him because I had never seen him again. You think he just goes incognito without his mask and no one knows? Yeah. I, well, of course. I mean, I mean. Obviously, he goes around without that mask sometimes, you know? No, he always has the mask on. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he has to. He doesn't. <laughs> he sleeps with it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, well, uh, in, in, the event, in, in, uh, in the panel, he actually pulled out a, a, um, his neck bar from uh, his mask. Oh, so yeah. Like his <laughs> neck bar. Three days old. That was kind of disgusting. But, uh, no, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, you... That man is a gem. <laughs> you have the right to find charming whatever you like. I mean, you know, who knows what ladies find charming in this world? Uh, I've given up understanding that. It's a million different things, man. I don't even know. Uh, well, I find him charming, to be honest. Uh, He's a beautiful man. I would, I would like to have a Yokotaro Daimakura, you know, those body yeah. With the mask and nothing else. Mm, yeah, that's fine. I have a big yeah, man crush it'd be weird on him, so I'm mask. fine. Yeah, totally not weird. Yeah, totally um, nothing weird ways. I'm absolutely not. Uh, yeah, no. But uh, getting back to possible new IPs or possible near auto near I, I like, sequel, I, I would like really, really like the Yukutaro body pillow. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you can you can have one. I'll find one for you. I will get someone on that, and I will get one shipped to your house. Okay, thank you. Okay, oh. that was totally not weird. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's go back to yeah, and some, some other things interesting that he thing that he said in in our interview because he did say quite a few interesting things. Uh, for instance, he said that uh, this one is a spoiler, so I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> Why do people like TV? <laughs> well, oh yeah, that well that's interesting because uh, actually both Okabe-san and Yokotaro responded about that. For some reason I I can't really call him Yokosan. Like, yeah, no, it's it's, it's Yokotaro. I, I just can't call him Yokotaro. I, I, it's, that's I mean, what I know it is. it's it's kind of it's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, but, it yeah. is technically, but that's just what everyone calls him. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I can I, I'm like Okabe-san and Yokotaro. Okay. I could do Yoko Tadasan, yeah, but anyway. not Yoko San. Anyway, I, we asked them uh, why. It, what, we asked them why do you think Two uh, B is so popular, and Okabe San immediately <laughs> responded, uh, it, "Isn't it? Isn't it because they're about?" And then he laughs. He's like, "I'm just joking." But yeah, he's like, sure, you're joking. Like, <laughs> you're totally not joking. It's funny because, yeah, no. like, I, I can see him blush and, and and try to hide the fact that he was totally serious about that. But yeah. yeah, not a joke. <laughs> well, Yokotaro has got the uh, when they were doing the demos for it, he was like, "Everyone, please send me your pictures of uh, Tubi's like butt, and send them to me in like a folder so yeah. that I can analyze it." So he's got that folder somewhere because people send him stuff. <laughs> he's yeah, like, "I need a collection of all that." That it thinks it has to do with the fact that her eyes are covered, which. It's possibility. I mean, that uh, yeah, does sure. add to her charm, to be honest. She's got a great character design aside from having a voluptuous, you know, bottom. Yeah, She's backside. Got... <laughs> backside. 
But um, but I love I love her character design. She's got a cool outfit. We were talking. It's, well, I mean, Yoshida San is one of the best character designers in the universe, so I'm not surprised about that. This is true. Keiko Yoshida <laughs> is probably one of my favorite character designers. I like when he worked on Final Fantasy XIV. He created some incredible character designs. But mm-hmm. but yeah, Two yeah. B is probably his masterpiece. I I I would say she's uh, got like. Gothic Lolita look, but it's sexy. White hair, but it's and, like that, that hair is fantastic. Like that yeah, hair, it's all it's all great. That I mean, hair for me is her best, her best trait. It fits the outfit. It fits everything. Yeah, it works. It works she great. Has big swords. <laughs> like who doesn't like big swords? Yeah, no, I'm big sword. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. I think I think it's probably one of the best character designs ever. So I'm not surprised that everyone loves her. As, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite character designs. Mm, um, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so he said a few other things. Let's see what else he said. Uh, oh, he also explained uh, why the choice of like uh, deleting your saves, uh, which is a really difficult choice. Basically, mm-hmm. say that in in the old near a. You did it to help a character in the story, but he, mm-hmm. he actually wanted to give you the choice to help another gamer like you. So, and he hoped that players would find new meaning in this decision, in the fact that they were, they were helping someone else like them. So that that's actually actually quite interesting for me. Uh, yeah. Did you do it? Uh, I did not. Oh, uh, shame! On I hung you. on to it because I wanted to. I wanted to do some completionist stuff but Shame I never got around you. to doing it I should I should just go back Shame and do you. it because I'm not gonna oh, I didn't do it anyway I didn't do it as well <laughs> yeah oh okay so. but I, I had to review the game yeah well, I, I have a reason eh, <laughs> have you can play excuse. through it again you won't complain um yeah. But I, I'm glad that this question got asked because I, when it happened, I was like, oh, they're you know making a callback to the you know what they did in near. But he's kind of approaching it from giving it a new perspective, and yeah. I didn't think about that. And I, I think it's really cool to hear him say stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Uh, finally, he also said like uh, what he would do with a bigger budget. I, we, I actually wanted to ask Saito-san. Considering that Nihonsamata <laughs> yeah. was successful, uh, since since Yokotaro said that is um, the Nihonsamata did not have like a super big budget, so mm-hmm. he had to like take some shortcuts. Um, I wanted to ask Saito-san <laughs> if uh, since the game was successful, they would give him a bigger budget for next one, uh, but it wasn't there. <laughs> so yeah. he was behind the black curtain. Yeah. So Yokotaro actually said that they are just. That's for Saito to decide, and they're just like We're little, chicks. little chicks with mouths open <laughs> waiting for him to feed. I love that man. That was the best thing ever. But I yeah. just imagine him like making like little bird <laughs> noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, um, you also say that basically, since what mo- it's up, most of most of the development cost is number of stages and the detail of it, it would like he has if he has a better budget his next game would have more stages and more, they would be more elaborate. Mm-hmm. More so, to the environment, which yeah. would be neat. Yeah, he yeah, does make yeah. neat worlds. Like the environment, I have to admit, was a little bit bland. Yeah. But but, uh, but there were, I mean, there were some really neat areas there. I really yeah, like I mean, the, the... The good the part of the environment was not the graphics of it. It was like mm-hmm. the, 
atmosphere. Yeah, it was the realizing what this means for. Yeah, it was mostly for world. me. It was mostly like the art direction of it more than the mm-hmm. actual art. You know. Mm-hmm. And he also said something interesting. Like if he was able to, like we tried to ask him if he wanted to direct Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be weird. And it was like no comment. No comment. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous. <laughs> it's a dangerous topic. <laughs> But uh, he said that if he if he were to direct a IP owned by Square Enix, uh, he would like to direct King's Knight. Yeah, which, which is, is not the latest King's Knight, the Dark Ride of the Dark Dragon that they just released. He meant like the old one, which is like mm-hmm. a shooter. It's a hybrid between an RPG and a shooter, and he loves. Kind of makes sense with how near. Sort of has kind of the bullety gameplay to it. Yeah, he's a shooter fanatic. He's a shooter yeah. fanatic. I mean, I would honestly, right now, I would actually love to see a old school bullet hell shooter, just just the shooter. Made by yeah, I'll play. Be- it. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I, like shooters. Stick Yoko Taro's name on something, and I'll play. I don't it, like shooters like. because they're too difficult for me. Like the bullet mm-hmm. hell variety, variety. but. I actually enjoyed it because it was inside the story. So maybe I would enjoy one by, made by Yoko Taro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything by Yoko Taro, I'll play. Yeah, I'll play it. Yeah. Yoko Taro, if you, if you make like some kind of, uh, I don't know, The Level? Sims game, I'll play it. I, hate this. I, I think The Sims is probably the game I hate the most in my life. Oh, really? I mean, if you, if you, if he makes a soccer game like FIFA, I would play it, and I hate FIFA. I hate, Could you I, imagine? I, yeah, I'm Italian, I'm, the only, I'm the only Italian in the world that hates FIFA and all soccer stuff, so oh. I still play it, if, if Yoko Taro made one. Now I want him to make a FIFA game. I don't know. I don't want to Maybe that'll be his new IP. Mm, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, what else? What have, uh, do you have anything else you would like to say to, about Yoko Taro before we move on? just that he's a brilliant man and if you haven't picked up near automata you should. should you really should it's Fantastic. i don't like to be the the person who's like you know you you have you're to a play this, girl. just but, admit it but you have to play this just i oh 100% i will admit that i'm a fan girl of yoko taro yeah. and drakengard and near but near automata is something special um, yeah i'm a fanboy too so it's fine yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to fanboy and fangirl over Yay, the weeps. I'm a fanboy. Yeah. I'm proud of it. Yeah. So, news for news. the week. Uh, first of all, Final Stop. Fantasy 15 is getting more DLC all the way into 2019. Actually, the four DLC packages are all into 2019. There's going to yeah. get some some updates, some Windows editions, some mod kits and whatnot in 2018. Uh, in 2019, like this, until the spring, we're getting four DLC packages. Like 2019. Uh, Comrades is going standalone too, isn't it? Yeah, that too. But who cares? <clears throat> yeah, that's true. I, I like. It, <laughs> I have Final Fantasy 15. Like, I'm not sure about that. We will play Comrades without playing the main game. I, I don't get that. Yeah. Um, maybe some I... three people will. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, the DLC are the first one. Is episode Arden uh, was already announced pretty much, which is like the, the, everyone's favorite uh, e- evil guy. And that's uh, going to be a prequel, right? Kind I don't of? know. They they didn't say. It could oh, okay. be or could be not. The second one is going to be episode side story, uh, Aronia, which is 
Which is yes. Whatever happens. I obviously. love her. I love her. She's great. She's the best. She's the best. She is, Ar- Arania, Arania for me is basically to be in human version. <laughs> in a more like realistic human version. They are similar. They have a ton of similarities, I think. Yeah, I can see it. And then there is going to be episode Luna, of course. Which will be neat. Yeah. yeah. It was about time she got a little bit of airtime, to be honest. Yeah, she needs a little bit more play. <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth one is episode Noctis. So, Which is to be expected. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going get, getting away from like all these side characters, all the bros and whatnot, and we'll finally go the back bros. to the protagonist. And so now I have a question for you, like a very what important and deep and uh, like very meaningful question. Okay, Old Noctis or new Noctis? So... Sorry, why are they called new Noctis? Young Noctis or old Noctis? New Noctis. Yeah. Fresh Noctis. Fresh Noctis. Um, not, not vintage Noctis. Old Noctis with, like, without the scruff when he's yeah, old. You know, don't say, don't I'm say. I'm not saying anything. Spoilers. I'm just saying, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm to- I know. And people who have played about. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, don't, no spoilers, please. But not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I mean, uh, the, 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 the Windows edition is just came out, so I guess there are quite a few people are, that are still playing it, so better not yeah. spoil that part. Uh, but yeah, talking about spoilers, it's not a spoiler, but these DLCs are actually bringing a new finale. So it's not going to be an overwriting of the old finale. So the old finale is still going to be there, but you're gonna, we're going to have a new ending for those who want to challenge fate. I'm not going to say anything else because otherwise I would spoil the, the original ending. But true. yeah, uh, so I'm very happy about that because I like uh, the original ending. Did yeah, I was like just going to ask, ending? what did you think of the original ending? Did you like it? I did, yeah. I It made me cry. Yeah, it made me cry like <laughs> like, like a fucking schoolgirl. I'm sorry for the, for the like, swear word. Oh, no. We're all PG here. Please don't censor us, YouTube. Um, I bet we would get more views if we put Not Safe for Work on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> True. Uh, oh. But yeah, the thing is that I really cried with that ending. I'm not oh, going to yeah. say anything else. Like a baby. Yeah, but honestly, we'll leave it at that. But you know, it was that kind of ending. Want made me want some. Even if I like it, I I want another ending. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't discount the old ending. It just adds another option. Yeah, and I, I really want. I really is. want to see another route. It's like visual novels. Yeah, exactly. I want it's my harem route. Or Yoko Taro games where they have I, multiple endings. I want my harem route. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the harem. I want, route. I want my oh, cake God. and eat it. Oh man. How uh, many Cindy's can you collect? <laughs> sorry? How many Cindy's can you collect on How this you path? Call her? Oh man. Did, did that name did not exist. It did not happen. Her name is Sydney. It is. It yeah. really that that pissed me off when me I when found out I don't that. It. I was like, why? Anyway, yeah. So Final Fantasy 15, new DLCs, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy them. There have been there have been some big meltdowns in the. There's comments. been a lot of controversy about it. Yeah, in our I, I don't care. Comments, yeah. Yeah, I, I I I love it, and I want more. Personally, I think it's a great thing. I mean, and I don't think it's going to detract from you know. Yeah, people say, oh, the they didn't finish fantasy. the game. They're going to make it. They finished the game. The game is finished. They're just supporting it more. Yeah, and and everyone will admit that when Final Fantasy fifteen came out, like there were obvious things that it needed more time on. Ironically enough, considering how long it was technically in development, but the actual game, complete. yeah, um, 
there were parts that needed more fleshing out, and I, I respect them for doing more fleshing out I, of the I, game. I think the parts that needed more fleshing out, that they just, it's not in the DLCs. They just did it in, in as free updates. Yeah, I think the as DLCs updates, are just great. more stuff that. Yeah. They're great. I think the only DLC I did not enjoy that much was Gladio, episode Gladio, I think. Yeah. Was, and know. and his was the most overt in terms of, like, when you were playing the main game, him saying just, hey, I'm going to go do the DLC, see you later. Like, he literally walks up to you and yeah, says, the, the hi, only, the only I gotta go. The only pretty big flow I see in this is that the DLCs are not playable inside the story. Like, mm-hmm. I would like them to uh, to integrate them inside the story. Like yeah, I don't, I don't like to have to get out of the game and into the DLC to play the DLC. I just want, you know, a fade to black and go to, and let me see what happens at the same time when it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Well, anyway, uh, let's go to the <laughs> next piece of news. So we got some relevant uh, releases in Japan, which is Valkyria Chronicles Four. Yay! Woo. And I'm looking actually, forward to this. Oh, I forgot to say about that. That's one of the game I'm playing. Which is weird yeah, that I did is. not mention it because you it's got the best game I'm playing. <laughs> oh man. That's fantastic. It's basically like Valkyrie Chronicles One with a different story. She's and all that's I need. All I wanted from it. Yeah, it's all I need. Just do Valkyrie Chronicles One it's and do it again. Absolutely fantastic. It's the best. I love it. I enjoy it. And there will be a review soon on the in on the site, I hope. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I just need to finish it because I haven't finished it yet, to be honest. But uh, I I actually got the collector's edition. I'm very happy about those hundred and something dollars I spent on it, <laughs> representing What'd because I want Sega to understand that we want more of this. Yeah, and I was honestly like going into Valkyria Chronicles Four. I was pretty lukewarm, but the more I hear you talk about it, the more like excited I feel myself getting for it, oh, and it's I wasn't. So good. And I'm like, this is. I'm excited about Valkyria Chronicles again. <laughs> yeah, the first one was probably, probably my favorite JRPG of all time. It's solid, and it's more than solid. It's it's very good. It's solid. That's that's so what we say in America. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, then uh, we got Shining Resonant, Resonant Refrain. It actually did not sell very well in Japan. It's the the remake of Shining Resonance for PS3. Remaster, sorry, not remake. Uh, it did not sell very well in Japan, but that's normal because Japanese people don't care for remasters. <laughs> that's that's a, a reality. Japanese yeah. people really do not care for remasters. They don't sell. Uh, yeah. Unless they are really super big or mm-hmm. like super new, like actual full-fledged remakes, like Secret of Mana this decently. But that's a full-fledged remake, not a remaster. Um, but yeah, um, actually, the, but but we're getting it in the West, and I hope it sells better in the West because Shining, the Shining series, I, I like it, mm-hmm. and it has Tony Takai, and I love his character design. <laughs> uh, yeah, the character designs are neat. Yeah, and then there was Nino Kuni too. Did you play it? Woo! <laughs> Silence. You did not play it, huh? Shame. You know this. Well, actually, no, I just I started it. it, so I, I haven't can't played really it. I haven't better. played the first one. I I have brought shame to my family. <sighs> yeah. Well, you're young. You you, you still I'm have time young. to you you still have time to to make up for it. I just don't have the money, man. <laughs> yeah, fine. 
we're not a rich site. One day we'll make more money, so you'll be able to. Yeah, play I gotta get those cool. sweet, sweet dual shockers bucks. <laughs> so, uh, next one uh, SNK Rohin's tag team frenzy has a release date on September 7th. The same name as Spider Man. <laughs> Which is an interesting choice. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's I don't know. I don't have an I mean, answer for you. I can understand. Okay, I can understand. Uh, like uh, Dragon Quest uh, 11 they announced the release date which are, that's before. the next piece of news on September 4th and then they announced Spider-Man release date on September 7th so Square Enix was kind of screwed about that but SNK actually announced the release date of SNK after Spider-Man that's yeah kind of and they're like yeah no September 7th that sounds fine the same day does it? <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, uh, if you if you love your waifus and I, you know I do, uh, September seventh, there is more than Spider Man. Spider Man is not. The there's Spider Man and also this heroines thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven now has a Western release date uh, on September fourth. Yeah. <laughs> Three days before Spider Man. Which uh, and a few they, days like after you said, Yakuza they were kind of sorry. Yakuza yeah. Kiwami too. Ooh, I love you. So I'm, yeah, I'm it's, it's a bit crammed in the middle. Yeah, so, it's it's gonna be a good month for JRPG or Japan games, anyways. And today we heard <laughs> that it won't be censored in the West. We won't have any censorship because Dragon Quest games have a little bit of they don't have an history of censorship, but they have some like alluring elements like the puff puff thing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that will be included. So. We got, we got it today. We actually have a full interview that are going to go to go up either tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. And uh, we have some uh, good information about like the English voice acting. Uh, we have quite, quite, quite interesting stuff in it. So you will enjoy it. You will enjoy it. You will. You have no choice. Or Giuseppe <laughs> yeah, no will find you and he will, yeah. I don't know, do something. <laughs> Yeah, they also told us why the Switch version will take a long time. Well, actually, that's already on the site as as a piece of news. And uh, like we did get confirmation at last that the Switch version is based on the PS4 version. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's not going to be like the 3DS version or anything in between. It's going to be based on the PS4 version. So yeah, um, and uh, I would say that for now with. Uh, Japanese news, we are done. There are more, but we are way over time. We're in 56 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. So let's see. What do we got coming out? Uh, uh, we got an site. interview tomorrow. Well, tomorrow is going to be today when you actually uh, That's re- true. listen to this. Actually, yeah, I said tomorrow a lot of times, but it's going to be today. Don't date the podcast. Uh, and, yeah, it's unless something happens, it's going to be today. We're going to have a video interview uh, with Koki Yoshimune that I did in Tokyo. It's the creator of is the creator of Mavlov, and that's very interesting. He talks about the future of Mavlov and a few other interesting things. And you know how much I love the Mavlov series. And if you don't love the we Mavlov series, you should because yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's going to be a video interview, and you've yeah, got some video really... interview. So you're going to hear more of my sweet, sweet Italian accented word. Italian uh, <laughs> accented word. I like that. Yes, and uh, and you hear Kaki Yoshimura and his Japanese accent. Yeah, speaking in Japanese uh, because he's Japanese. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It's all coming together. Yeah, and we're also ha- going to have a um, a giveaway. We're gonna give away 
Give ten copies stuff. of Mavlam, Mavlav, and ten copies of Mavlav Alternative. So we're gonna <laughs> have uh, like a two ten packages with both games, so you can nice. have the the old main saga. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have like a a giveaway on the site. It's gonna go out at the same time as the interview, so don't miss it if you want to play it and you want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you like getting out the hypnosis tricks and being like, "You want to play the Marvelous?" <laughs> well, it's, it's honestly one of the the most the, the best visual novels ever, and probably one of the the most underrated game, games ever. Stories, sci-fi stories. I know it's absolutely fantastic. It uh, people that don't know it don't know what they miss. Uh, and then we're gonna have another interview soon. Uh, about uh, um, Lost Soul Aside, which actually is not really Japanese because the creators are Chinese. Yeah, but, it's it's weird. But it's very. <laughs> but it is Asian. Uh, but it it is very much inspired by Japanese games. Definitely. Like his, yeah. his inspirations are Final Fantasy fifteen, Devil May Cry, and and games like that. So definitely yeah. it's something that if you like Japanese games, you will like. And there's Pretty uh, Boys. There is one Just Pretty Boy so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's gonna be interesting, definitely. And I, I advise you, you reread it. You have to read it. You uh, have to. Yeah, it's gonna come out this week as well. And it's then there's going reading. to be a ton of interviews and content from GDC. Then, if most of it is, of course, since being being GDC in the US, it's, most of it is not gonna come out on uh, on, um, and it's not gonna be about Japanese game. And then there is an interesting article. Which I almost break, I almost broke a leg about uh, to, to 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 find materials for, uh, which oh, really? is uh, in my article on uh, Eroge. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've heard about this. I'm excited to read this. Yeah, you don't sound that excited at all. No, I am. There's <laughs> excitement in my voice. I want to see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's going to be an article uh, talking about the Eroge market, which. Like uh, uninitiated people call anti games. That's not exactly yeah. the right definition, but like there's a difference. Yeah, there is a big difference, and I'm not going to spoil the article. But I was doing research on in Quote unquote, Japanese research. shops, uh, <laughs> and there was like this very very quaint uh, hidden Japanese shop with a stair, and with uh, I was taking picture from the top of the stair, and. Uh, I just moved on and I was like I missed the two the last two steps and I like literally face planted. <laughs> oh no. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I kind of almost broke my leg because I I I got a really sh- big impact on that and like on that like, like oh, I no. I felt my I felt my my bone bending but it didn't break. So well, yeah. An artist I, I almost gave a leg for that article. He, so yeah, you guys better you gotta read you guys the better enjoy it. Yeah. This man almost lost a leg for you people, so you got in. <laughs> yep, definitely. So yeah. yeah, that's pretty much uh, what it is about the upcoming articles. There is more, but if I go on, it's, it's yeah. going to go on for. We have for, taken uh, up a lot of your time. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only other thing that's going to come out, and still about Mavlov, I'm going to be unboxing in a video pretty much almost all the Japanese collector's edition of the game, and that's going to be oh, interesting. Neat. There are some neat... There are some neat uh, goodies in those, like a like a buoy mouse pad or something like that. <clears throat> Subtle. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're we're we, but we can do that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't even have a single Daimakura in my room. I can't afford having a booby pad. Well, you're going to get one of uh, Yoko Taro. Yeah, actually. And I, I mean, this is my first booby pad, and I'm not even using it. This is my first booby wa- pad? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to ruin it, so I'm not even going to, can we call to use the, it. Can we call this episode of the podcast, uh, this is my first booby pad? No, we can't. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is it. Uh, do you have anything to yeah. add? Um, thank you for tuning in, and thank you for welcoming me to the Dualshockers family. Yeah. I guess. In fact, yeah, <laughs> we welcomed you very warmly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's been a really you're talented, great and we 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 are very interested in seeing where you go. Oh, one thing that's flatters is that you're a weeb, so that's yes. that makes you even better. <laughs> and it's a great time to be a weeb right oh, now. Yeah. We, we never had so many great Japanese games, so that's great games, great anime. It's great. a great timing for us to do this podcast. So yeah, I know we went a little long, so forgive us for that. Thank you for listening for one hour, about one hour by now. And, oh man! <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we say it off an hour, but yeah, it's when you a, talk about Yoko Taro, time flies. Yeah, but yeah, you so can never predict what's going to happen. We're going to improve, of course. Uh, we're going to try to improve to our best. Uh, it's going to be a weekly thing, so yeah. you're going to see the next episode next Monday, uh, unless something terrible happens—a meteor falls in my, my face or something like that. Um, he falls down the stairs. Yeah, you know, I fall down the stairs taking pictures in it. For art. Eroge shop <laughs> in Japan, but I'm not in Japan, so that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to improve. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe uh, if you're on YouTube um, because, you know, that helps us, like, uh, understand that you like what we do. Uh, if you have suggestions or requests, please write them in the comments. Uh, yeah, Either in YouTube or in the article that will accompany these. Uh, podcast and that's pretty much it so thank you for me from me and thank you from thank you from me emily hi how's it going (laughs) have a great week people and uh, have a great time playing japanese games bye see you guys